Hello and welcome to Counselling Conversations with Julie, brought to you by Beyond the Surface Counselling, a podcast where we look through the lens of counselling to help you improve your relationships, life and look for ways to live a more healthy and fulfilling life. In today's episode, we're talking about sense of belonging. I was watching football with intense interest and as each goal was scored, I observed the fans and the teens on television gaining momentum and excitement. As I continued to observe, it started me thinking of belonging and the need to affiliate with and be accepted by a group. A sense of belonging involves more than simply being acquainted with other people. It's centred on gaining acceptance, attention and support from members of the group, as well as being reciprocal that you provide the same to the other people in the group. These groups looked at through a social psychology lens are based on um, a set of smaller groups such as rival sporting teams, political arenas defined by traditions, common traits, language, culture and ideology. Thoughts, feelings, beliefs and intentions of both fans and players both influence each other's behaviour. Also beliefs and attitudes as people strive to conform to the standard and norms of the group. Now group norms are standards of behaviour that each member of the group are expected to display. Group norms can also relate to a range of group behaviours such as greetings, handshakes, the way we dress, even the language we use and the way we speak to each other and social participation. Group norms are not normally written down, but there's an unspoken social rule um, that drives individuals' behaviour. So what causes us to be drawn together to form these groups? And how does it influence our behaviour as an individual? So for me, it always goes back to that basic question of what is a group? And for that, I always dig into the Oxford Learner's Dictionary And it defines a group as a number of people or things that are together in the same place or that are connected in some way. So if you think of groups, it can be identified as uh, a coherent entity that it's made up of individuals who share certain beliefs or characteristics such as sporting groups, mothers groups, you know, new mums all coming together, It also may be friendship groups such as teenagers um, really need their peer groups at that stage. Also, it can be defined as larger groups as well. So think about um, your neighbourhood, city or town and then your smaller groups such as your family unit. Now, with groups... It's actually the observable actions of the group that define the behaviour and the underlying motivations and origins that each person's function within that group make. For example, think about why do some groups act out of a collective sense of acceptance and kindness while others are motivated or seem to be motivated by exclusion, violence and possibly prejudice. How does that inner 
conflict between our own self-perception but external perception affect our own individual influence within that group. Not only that, how and why are our individual interests, opinions and abilities sometimes modified to the group's collective purpose? Think about that the group's deciding they want to do something but you really don't want to do it. I suppose you can um, look at it as a, a peer pressure situation that the group is doing something and you feel that to fit in with the group that you need to go along with it. It explains why you may make certain decisions under the influence of the group that you may not normally do alone. This kind of personality change is based on that group membership, that feeling of being accepted, of belonging. So belonging to a group, we feel part of something bigger than ourselves. Let's look at it in action. So the need to belong or belongingness, it's a human emotion that it's human to be affiliated and be accepted by members of a group. A sense of belonging also involves more, more than being just acquaint, acquaintances. It's centred on gaining that acceptance, attention and support from others in the group as well as you providing the same support back. Belonging to the group can also change those behaviours, as I've said, and beliefs and attitudes as you strive to, to conform to the standards and norms of the group. And in social psychology, the need to belong is intrinsic motivation to be socially accepted. The need to play a role in a, in a particular way um, for self-presentation and also for social comparison. A sense of belonging is described by Maslow, Abraham Maslow, as a fundamental human motivation that um, underpins belonging and something that we are seeking. So when we look at sense of belonging in specific groups, we look for the sharing of the points of commonality. For example, teenagers. They sh share often the same taste in clothing, music, other interests that form those friendships, they seek them out. Other groups might be pop culture. You look at children who like particular movies or particular video games that they seek each other out. They're talking about those particular things they find interesting. Shared goals. It might be um, with team colleagues at work that you're all sharing the same goal, you're working towards the same goal, so your group think is the same. So people often present themselves in particular ways in order to belong to that specific group. You might change your dress, your mannerisms um, to fit in. Often when we are trying to fit in, we compare ourselves to the other members in the group and we kind of try and determine how well we fit in. This social comparison often leads us to individually adopt the same kind of behaviours and attitude as normally the um, most prominent member of the group or the top dog. You, you, you know which people they are, you see them um, and you try and conform to gain their, their acceptance or a greater acceptance of the whole group. The effect of belongingness is 
our need, as I've said, to it drives us to seek out stable and long-lasting relationships with other people. Abraham Maslow, which I was talking about earlier, he had a hierarchy of needs and belongingness is one part of that. And the hierarchy of needs is usually displayed as a triangle and the more basic needs are at the base and the more complex needs of a human are near the peak. The need for love and belonging lie at the centre of that pyramid as part of social needs. Maslow suggested that these needs were less important than the physiological and safety needs, but he believed the need for belonging helped people to experience companionship and acceptance through friendships and family and other relationships. Studies have found that positive link between a sense of belonging and greater happiness and overall well-being and overall reduction in mental health outcomes, um, including for some of them uh, anxiety, depression, social anxiety. Neuroscientists also have now researched that and support the notion that physical and social pain are not different from one another. So when our sense of belonging is threatened, however mildly, we intuitively feel it. It's pain that we feel painful feelings and it's often feeling unpleasant. How do we increase our sense of belonging? There are steps that you or a loved one you may know that may be struggling with this to increase your sense of belonging. It does take effort. You have to put yourself out there sometimes. Seek out groups and activities with people that have common interests. Start slowly to engage with others. Be patient. It takes time to gain acceptance and attention and support from other members of a group. Practice your own unconditional self-acceptance and self-love. Focus on your similarities, not the differences that connect you to other people and remain open to new ways of thinking. When we're thinking of also your sense of belonging, sometimes you may feel or you've had that feeling of being alone, even if you're in a room full of people. These lonely feelings stem from deeper emotions such as feeling unworthy. Sometimes you feel unworthy that you're unseen, you're underappreciated. Experience such as trauma, unhealthy attachment styles and relationships can lead to a feeling of not belonging. I recommend you start your own healing inner work to achieve that sense of belonging. Seek counselling to help you identify and have an awareness of behaviours, relationships or your mindset that may need changing or adapting. Remember, you're worthy of love and acceptance. Belonging is a feeling of security and support when there is a sense of acceptance, inclusion and a sense of identity. It is when you bring your own authentic, true self to work. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have found Counselling Conversations with Julie helpful. If you think this podcast would help someone you love or know, please share, like, follow and subscribe to my podcast. In addition, if you have something on your mind 
or a question that you would like me to delve deeper into, click the link in the bio, What's On Your Mind. Until next time, be kind and gentle with yourself. Thank you.